Shalom to all! Today we're going to learn Mishnah's Peo, Perak Zion, Mishnah Ches, and Perak Ches, Mishnah Aleph. And today's Mishnahs are being learned with Chosrub Shalom, Zalman, Vizagasa, Mars, Yedav, Choyat, Sechalotem. They should be given with a Sachat, Sloch, and Siat, Dishmaya, Good Health, Parnasa, Beshefa, and Kol Tov Sela. And we've already learned a number of times that if something is in the Rishos of Hektish, Hektish owns something, so there's no Chiv of Leket, Shechem, Peo, or Eulis, or Peret, or anything like that. So Mishnah Ches tells us, Hamaktish Karmai, Achiloi, Naidu, Baya, Eulis. If a person was Maktish his vineyard before he ever knew that there was Eulis in it, nothing had developed yet, nothing had really grown yet, and he says, my entire vineyard is for hektish. Ain ha'oyles aniyim. Any oyles which do eventually grow in that field don't belong to the aniyim. That's because it's in the rishos of hektish already, and there's no chiyav of oyles for anything that's in the rishos of hektish. However, misha naidu by ha'oyles. If he was maktish his vineyard after he already knew that there was oyles in it, everything had already developed, and he sees here's regular developed clusters, here's underdeveloped clusters. So these oyles already belong to the aniyim, and then he was maktish it ha'oyles aniyim. The aniyim are allowed to take those oyles. He's not able to be maktish something that doesn't belong to him. It belongs to the aniyim, so they're allowed to take it. And it's not hektish. Now, Rabbi Yisrael he says yet nuschar gedulim lehektish. The aniim do have to pay a certain value of their growth to hektish. Let's say, for example, this person was makdish his vineyard at the beginning of the month, and the aniim are only going to be able to get the oilis at the end of the month. And in that interim period, these oilis did grow a little bit, so they did grow in the rishos of hektish. Rabbi Yisrael says that the aniim would have to pay hektish for that amount that they grew in hektish's rishos. Another halacha is we shikha ba'aris. How do we have shikha when it comes to an aris? An aris is a vine which is growing on a trellis, it's growing on wooden poles, wooden sticks. So how do we have shikha over there? It's not a regular field that's an organized rose. It's just one vine which is growing wild all over this trellis. The answer is, If he had cut all the grapes that he was able to get to, he walked away, and then he remembered that there's still some grapes left, and when he comes back, he sees that he's not able to stretch his hand down and get them. They're very difficult to reach. That's what we would consider shikha in such a vine. What about if Ruglias? How do we have shikha with Ruglias? These are vines that grow on the ground. Ruglias is a lotion of regel, foot, where they're right by your feet. They're growing on the ground. How is there shikha over there. That's Misha Yavir Amena. The moment he passes the vine, if he skipped that vine, even though he's right next to it, but he already passed by it, that's already considered shekha. We look at each individual vine as its own unit, and therefore the moment he passed it, it's already considered shekha. And now moving on to Parakhas Mishnah Aleph. The Mishnah asks a question. When is everyone allowed to take Leket? We know that Leket is reserved for Aniyim, but there comes a certain point in time that anyone walking through this field, even not an Ani, is allowed to take Leket that he finds on the ground. When is that point in time that anyone's allowed to take Leket? And we're going to ask the same question in a number of times through the Mishnah, and the basic answer is going to be that if the Anim have already given up hope and they know that they're not going to find anything else in the field, so that's the cue that everyone else is allowed to come into the field. When it comes to Leket, the Mishnah says, Mishiach HaNemoshes. Once the Nemoshes, the shufflers, the people that walk very slowly, such as old, weak, and infirm people, once those types of Anim walk through the field, the other Anim know that they're probably not going to find anything, and they give up hope finding anything else in the field, and now it's going to be open for everyone. But Peretu Oilis, when is anyone, even not an Ani, allowed to take Peretu Oilis from a vineyard? That's Mishiach once Anim went through the vineyard and Vyavayu, they came back through it again, meaning that Anim went through the vineyard twice, then other Anim know that there's no way they're going to be getting anything from here, and someone walking through the field is allowed to keep whatever he finds, even though he's not an Ani. And we say, what about olives? When is anyone allowed to take something they find in that field? Once the second rainfall has fallen, because this is already way after the harvest, and the Anim know that they're not going to find anything in the field. But Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda asks on that, There's a lot of people that don't even start harvesting their olives until after the second rainfall. So how could you say the second rainfall is an indicator when everyone's allowed to come and take whatever they find in the field? Some people don't even start harvesting their olives until then. Rabbi Huda gives a different answer. There has to be so few olives left in the field that if an ani is going to come out of the field and have less than four isaris worth of olives, which means that there's very few olives left in the field, then all the other aniyam have already given up hope. They're not going to find anything else in the field, and then it's open for everyone else to take olives. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Beis and Mishnah Gimel. For now, 
now, everyone should have a wonderful day.